0: what's up everybody welcome to this week podcast episode seven of not your dad's hunting and fishing show thank you so much for everybody that has reached out all the likes the follows everything that's going on be sure to check us out on instagram and on facebook we got the giveaway going on this week i'm going to post it as soon as this podcast gets posted the giveaway is going to start being posted it's going to run for a week maybe two depending on uh you know how many people we get involved in it we got a heck of an episode coming up for you. I've got my son here in the in the booth with me in the podcast booth. What do you want to say to everybody, Jace? Hey, <laughs> he's a man of many words. Stay tuned. We got some. We got Jason and Tim coming on right now.
1: Yep.
0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to this week's podcast. On this week, we have got Jason. Hey, how's it going, guys? We got Jason up here. He came up to get on the podcast today. We also have a call-in uh, guest that we're going to put on, somebody that um, we have followed here recently on Facebook. We have known uh, about this guy for a little while. I reached out to him, asked him if he wanted to be on the podcast, said, we'd love to get you on and kind of pick your brain and, and, and uh, you know see what's going on with your company he has created beach bum lures and he has several different types of lures uh we use in the surf uh on the pier uh on the boat whatever else but we're gonna get him on we have him i think we have him right now yep. so uh let's see here all right here he is tim you here
2: yes yes i'm here
0: what's going on man
2: not much, not much. Thanks for having me on, guys. Yeah, buddy, yeah. Yep. I so appreciate
0: you. So beach bum lures. How how did this uh how this whole thing get started, man?
2: Well, I mean, it, it was one of those things where uh I was I lived in I was living in Charlotte at the time and uh we did a lot of striper fishing. And um, you know, I I went out and you know, I was kinda new to the scene. I we had moved to charlotte from vansboro and or yeah from vansboro and you know i've been doing a lot of pier fishing before that before we moved and uh when we got to charlotte i was kind of bummed out about it because you know it was yeah it was going back to basically fishing in the lake fishing in a pond you know that kind of thing and then uh i found out that there were uh striped bass in lake norman right and uh not, but not a lot of access points to get to them because of all the houses and things. And uh, so I, I went out one day and I noticed I saw these guys throwing some spoons, you know, just plain white, you know, no eyes on them, nothing like that. They were just basically trying to throw them about 100 yards to get to where the fish were. So I was like, man, that's kind of similar to what I used to do at the beach, you know, uh, so. Right. And I was like, well, why would they be doing that here? You know, so uh I I kinda started picking their brains, you know, they're using ten foot rods, nine foot rods, and um uh, and I just thought I was like, Man, this so this might not be as bad as I thought. So <laughs> uh so so basically what happened is a a guy gave me some of those white spoons. And for about the first year, that's all I used. I was like, Well shoot, what if what if this thing was chartreuse or hot pink or whatever so Ah, i started painting them myself and uh from then i started buying more blanks and painting those and then you know one year i said well shoot i'm going to take those down to the coast and see how they do and you know we're fast forwarding in about five years but Mm -hmm. um i took those out on i painted a bunch of them took them out i think it was about late april early may And chopper bluefish were running um, a few Spanish here and there, but I was about the only person catching fish one day. So, (laughs) and there's a big crowd out there. You know, you talk about, I'd say there's probably 20 guys throwing different lures and things, trying to catch these blues, but I was the only one hooking up. And then a couple of guys came up to me and were like, "Uh, you know, what are you using to be, you know, that you're catching and we're not. And I showed it to them. I gave them like, I gave them all. I think it was like three or four guys. I gave them all two a piece. So uh, fast forward about two hours, went and got something to eat. Came back and those same guys were like, they like met me halfway before I could even get to the water. they were like, nice. <laughs> and they were like, hey man, uh, you want to sell me some of those? And, and I was like, well, I didn't make them to sell, but you know, a light bulb kind of went off in my head, and it was yeah. like. You know, I didn't. I had no idea what I, I might have sold them for, like two dollars a piece. I had no idea what to sell them for or anything. But
1: can I can I, I get that deal kinda, right now? <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's the friends and family deal. No, so I got might, you might, right. might, be to, might be able to cut <laughs> you in on that. You know? But um, so anyway, um, I, I I think I sold just I kept about four for myself, but I I had like fifty with me because I mean they were just no clear code anything nothing fancy about them they had some stick on eyes on them uh you know thinking back probably two hits from a bluefish those eyes were gone the paint was gone whatever so that but was,
0: that was like early prototype of what, of oh, what yeah, we got going absolutely. on now
2: yeah absolutely i mean it was, this was at this point it, the even the body style was different it was like that flat uh casting spoon
0: where I got the, you.
2: the yeah, the tail is a little smaller than the head, and but you know you cast them a mile.
0: So oh, yeah. Uh,
2: so anyway, uh, I sold just about every one of them that I had right there on the beach, and uh, you know, like I said, I kept a few. But when I was driving back to Charlotte, I was like, well, shoot, man, it might might be onto something. And then, um, so I just kept doing stuff with with that style, and then I found a mold uh, made by Do It. And it was called the mental mode, which is kind of what we have now. But um, it's what I have now is like a variation of that. So I was like, how can we make? How can I make this better? Right. And with different uh, options as far as the size. So that's that all came from just pretty much anything I saw that looked interesting. And like I mean, if I walk down the the craft aisle at Walmart. (laughs) right i would or dollar tree or whatever i would grab it and say well this might look good on a lure you know or how can i make uh that that uh lateral line
0: that silvery
2: lateral line on the fish that that we see on a lot of the bait fish
1: absolutely Mm -hmm. and
2: i thought yeah and i thought well if you're a predator if you were a predator fish with something moving fast all you need is one detail you right, know, yeah. maybe it's oh, yeah. maybe it's that strip, or maybe it's just like now I have uh, like a scale pattern on some of them, and uh, the purpose of that is either I'm like most of the fish are feeding on mullet, or uh, glass minnow or something, right, yeah. a variation of some of that, or, or, or one of those.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So, um, so for we'll probably get into this later, but for example, with the glass minnow looking ones. I'm always reeling those fast, you know, because that's 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 the glassman. They're trying to escape. They're always getting preyed on, or whatever. So now I'm reeling the ones with the scale pattern fast, also, but but not quite as fast because mullet moved pretty slow.
0: Right. You know. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
2: yeah. So it it would kind of work against the 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 fishermen to to reel that one too fast, but but mm-hmm. still. In relative terms, they're both being – they're both moving through the water pretty quick.
0: I got so, you. Okay.
2: Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, that in a nutshell, it, it, it just started with me. Uh, I went from buying blanks to pouring the lead myself and making the blanks to then getting uh, my own mold made and having those blanks poured and then just delivered and I would paint them. Gotcha. And, you know, so that was like – shoot – there would be up to eight hours a day put into just the painting part and then gotcha. uh,
1: so your yeah, mold then, is is a custom mold just for you now
2: yeah so okay. what i did is i just sketched out okay i was like i just took took the, what i had previously and then said okay well if this were a little bit more narrow and this part had a little bit more weight in it right uh, Then it would, and then the eyelet part where you, you know, where you're tying on or putting your hook in, um, those were flat. But I decided to put a loop. I uh-huh. live on that for, for better action.
0: So, okay. So, we, yeah. We've we got, we've got all your lures here just laid out across yeah. the table right oh, now. Really? So everything that you're like talking about, we're like looking at each and every yeah. one that you're, that you're talking yeah, I about. Think, I think Jared kept you in the business this month.
1: <laughs> <laughs> There's like <laughs> 10 of them sitting in.
0: Well, the, the funny thing is, and I think, I, I think I sent you a message about it or whatever, but we're going down to Cape lookout in October and right. uh, Jacob barrier had some of these a couple years ago. Right. And um, I th- I, we were going to Cape Lookout, and he said, well, take these down there and try them. He's like, right. I, he's like I went fishing with this guy named Tim. He sells these. He makes them mm-hmm. and sells them. And I was like, all right. So I took them down to Cape Lookout, and like like you just said just a little bit ago, we were hooking up, but I was, like, hooking up almost every single time. and right. Right. And Jason and my dad and and the other guy was like, what the heck are you using? <laughs> right, right. And I was like, "Don't worry about it. <laughs> Don't worry yeah. about what yeah. I mean, you, you, you do your thing over. I'll do mine. <laughs> I'm, I'm not saying I snuck over at night and cut one off and took it, but
1: I did exactly. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so now, so now I, I placed an order. Jason placed an order. uh The other guys that we go down there, they placed an order, and I think right. we, I think we ended up buying like. I don't know, probably 30 20, 20 or so. Yeah, yeah. I oh, mean, man, that's I,
1: awesome. <laughs> I've been using the traditional ones that you know we're not going to mention, but you know, and yeah. they and they work, but they didn't work as well as as Jared. I mean, it was just like every cast, and I was like, "What do you got?" And, right. And uh, so I mean, you you struck gold with this thing, and,
0: and it's, man, it's it's an awesome lure. It I think really that. is. Yeah. yeah, I appreciate it, guys. I really so, do, man. Yeah, no problem, man. So uh, so you went from selling. What would you say it's a 50 out there on the beach when you went down there how many of these things do you sell now
2: ah oh, man let's see so i know for uh man it's hard to put it put a number on it but i can tell you from uh the progression went from i sold about 70 that year mm-hmm. um and, and and just a short story about that. I remember I got an, an order from a guy in Wilmington and uh, and it was like 20 and I started on like on Sunday and I didn't finish him till like the, the following Sunday, you know, because um, oh, and, and, this was like, you know, early on and, you know, uh, everything had to be, you know, spot on and I didn't want to screw anything up and, you know, so. But the only reason I mentioned that is because I did, you know, now those 20, if I had to start on them, uh, I I could probably do that in 30 minutes. You know, it's
0: just,
2: you know, the thing is, it's just uh, back then, every time I would do an order, I would get better and more efficient at, you know, a certain thing that that would speed up the process.
1: Now, Um, do you have any employees currently?
2: No, no, I don't. Oh, you know, my, my wife and my daughter, they help me with like packaging and things for the, the the store orders. Um, so basically the process is now is that I, I, I um, have them. So I, I, I painted about 16 or 17 of the, I just kind of took over the past three years. Okay. What if, what has sold the best? And then from those, I took I took I narrowed that down to eight, I believe, for the most part. I think it was seven or eight.
1: Right.
2: And I said, okay, these were either exactly what has been sold, or a variation of what has been sold, or in some cases, like the clown uh, plug or or jig, it's kind of a variation of three. You know, I had a chartreuse one. Um, Chartreuse and white. I had a green and white. I had a pink and white. Right. And this one is, has all those colors and then it has silver across the back. And, you know, to me, that's one of my favorites because, you know, it's just, it has all of those different colors in it. And on any given day, you know, the fish might want one color over the other. Right. It it appeals to
1: across all the fish across the board.
2: Absolutely. And, and, And another thing is that I think it, because it looks so somewhat crazy, I think it just irritates some predator fish. And, they, you know, you hear about that in freshwater, but I think that's true also for salt. It's like, you know, they, uh, they, they get so annoyed by it that they just want to whack it. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, you know, because I can't really explain why a fish, all those colors, other than the fact that it has a color that they might be keyed in on that day. But other than that, I can't really find a reason why. Because I the first time I saw anything considered a clown, I was like, man, I'm not wasting my money on that, you know. <laughs> and, but, uh, yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm kind of convinced that fish have ADD. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Like, like they see something like a oh, squirrel, you know. Like, if it's, right. if it's colorful, flashy, some kind of different color in there, some kind of variation that they're not 100% used to or something that they're seeing yep. every single day, they're going to go after it
2: exactly exactly well and that's that's another thing too that's a great point because um uh one thing i learned over the years and you know this goes back to even when i was pier fishing you know now if there's a hundred days of fishing i might be on the pier two of them the rest of the time i'd be down, I'm i'm down on the beach but um so let's say there's a school of of uh, uh uh, glass metal coming through and you know fish are busting them to the point to where you hear people say oh there's too many too much bait in the water <laughs> uh they're yeah. not going to hit this artificial stuff so what i kind of thought about was okay if all if you know glass metal has that greenish hue on it with the silver belly and the strip down the the side of it so um my thing is i don't want to throw something that looks exactly like those because yeah, There's millions of them out there. Right. But if I can throw something that's just a little bit different, so instead of having a, a greenish back, what if it has a blue back and everything else is the same? You have the strip, you have the eyes and all that.
0: Yeah.
2: That one's going to stand out
0: Absolutely. from yeah, the that's, crowd. That's interesting. Yeah,
1: yeah I, I haven't yeah. thought so, about that. That's, that's yeah, I've never done that. I've always tried to match the hatch. Yeah, that's what will. I
0: always try to do is yep. match exactly what's yep. out there. So that
1: you know, and, and – It's it's still
2: matching a hatch really because the, the, it looks like it's the same, uh, species. It's like a red fish that looks red. And then you have one that, that it caught in a little bit different water. It's, it doesn't have any red in it, you know? And so it's just something, it's the same, uh, glass minnow, uh, profile. It's just something to make it stand out from the rest of them. Right. So,
1: so, um, I know you were, you've were you been active on, on Facebook for a couple of years now. I've, I've seen you making a lot of posts and whatnot. And I know trying to get your lures for a while was kind of hard because it was just all through Facebook. But now I know you right. have beachbumluresfishing.com, and uh, that makes this ordering process a lot easier for everybody to access. So I wanted to give you right. a, a second to kind of talk about your website and how that came about. And, and uh, I'm sure that helped bring along more yeah, orders. Absolutely.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, you know, I I, I kind of look back after I think it was last after last season. I look back through because you might have experienced this in the past where if you don't look at your like most of us are checking Facebook messages with our phone
0: or mm-hmm. whatever. So oh, yeah.
2: there's some that get missed because I can't I couldn't see them until um, I would get on my laptop. Right. And then then any of those that even were just requests. I could see all of them. So I started looking back. I was like, man, I, I you know, I missed like 20 different orders. I think it was wow. that I never even saw. Them. So um, and then also realized that if 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 I'm going to be able to do the customer service part of it and and uh, get things turned around, as as quickly as I would like to um a, a website had to, it had to be the next step you know right, yeah. um so um so so really it it went live i think in uh well it 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 went live early but i wasn't happy with it uh so i i ended up telling them to pull it back down and then we went back and forth and back and forth but then um once we came to an agreement on, okay, this is, this is rare. Cause I didn't want all the, the, the glitz and glam and all that stuff. And it's fine. But what people want to see is, Hey, does this fish, does this lure catch fish? Um, what does it catch? You know, there's a little fishing report on it, yep. um, that I need to update tonight, by the way. But, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it, it was just the, the next logical step in the process.
1: Right. Yeah, absolutely uh, and what's nice about yeah. facebook is you're able to like all your customers are able to post about like hey this is what we're catching this is where we're catching it this is this is what we're using to catch it and then and you're interacting yep. with them and letting them know like hey good job or you know well, let's try this oh or, absolutely so yeah, yeah. You're, you're almost building yeah. a community
2: yeah and, and to me that was the biggest thing i wanted to like for example uh uh, there, there was a guy that I met a few years ago and, um, his whole thing I felt like was he wanted to be like famous before he actually learned how to fish, you know? And I'm like, mm-hmm. you can't, you know, he wanted to do a YouTube channel. I'm like, Oh, slow down, man. You gotta, you know, you, you gotta learn to, to, to do this before you get on YouTube and start telling others how to do it. Right. You know, yeah. um, I think what what happens is uh, a lot of people will go out and all of the stars align perfectly. And they they go out their first or second time and, you know, they limit out on Spanish one day, then the next. And they think, oh, this is easy. You know, there's nothing to it. Right. But then you get into middle of July and they can't get a bite. And and then like, oh, man, this sucks. You know, and I'm like, no, it doesn't. It's just that's just the. the 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 game really you know it's Mm -hmm. now you have to kind of think a step further and and uh try to figure out why you wasn't getting a bite right in july versus and that's a totally different
0: that's like a totally different aspect of fishing is some people will will say you know go out oh they're just not biting today no they right. gotta eat like they, yep. they have to eat like they're just not interested in what you're doing you're doing something different than than what you need to be doing you need to find something different to do or whatever right. and that that takes some time right like you right even
1: mentioned you're you could be the retrieve could be wrong you're going too fast that's right. you're going exactly too slow. yep yep
2: uh yeah that and that that's a great point too because uh when I first got into the <clears throat> Spanish fishing, uh, most like, like most people, I was doing it on the pier, throwing gotcha plugs and, and, and whatever else, you know, I could get my hands on. Them. Um, I would be – there would be a guy on my left, a guy on my right catching Spanish, and I'd be catching bluefish. You know, for most people, like, ah, well, you know, that's – Spanish hit his, it didn't hit mine. Right. but that drove me crazy yeah. You know? yeah. So, oh, yeah, because I wanted to know why, uh, why that was the case, you know, and I, I, couldn't figure it out for years, you know, and, and what kind of brought it all into perspective for me was, uh, I was, I, I went out with, uh, uh, Nick or Nick Nance from chasing Tales, One of the oh, yeah. uh, charter guys there. Um, great dude, great, great charter. Um, and we were out over we were over at Cape Lookout, and uh, I think I was throwing a gotcha plug. He was throwing a glass metal jig, mm-hmm. and he was like, "All I do is I throw these out and I burn them back in." And I never that that's when it all kind of came together for me. I'm like, "Okay, so the reason why I was catching these bluefish because my my reel was was slow. Right, you know, right. I had a it wasn't a wasn't a very expensive reel the Rod was stiff, you know, all of those details that I I wouldn't have never uh, even thought about back then, that kind of put it all into perspective for me.
1: I, I think uh, I actually went on a, a charter with Nick, and that's exactly what we were bottom fishing over by the port wall, trying to yep. catch flounder, and he just pulls out this little 2000 series with a little, you know, what they call the glass minnow jig, yep. and he just starts catching these little Spanish and, and right. 40, yep. 50 foot of water. And I'm like, I didn't know they were there. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, he was, he put us on some fish that day for sure. <laughs> that's right, man. I mean, and, and you
2: know, I mean, but, and you know, some, sometimes, and, and for some people, Hey, maybe fishing is just something they want to do and relax, whatever. That's fine. But you know, I'm kind of, I, I got to where I was a bit obsessed with, okay, how can I cast farther, you know, um, how can I, you know, they, they say, oh, well, you, you won't get these six pound or, you know, the bigger Spanish to bite artificial. I'm like, that's nonsense. You know, I'm like, I don't yeah. believe it. I'm never going to believe it. And uh, I, I was driving down the beach. This was two years ago uh, when they opened up the uh, the beach pass. And uh, so I'm driving down the beach and I see some small little pops on the water. I mean, nothing will say, oh, man, look at that. it wasn't like that it was just like barely breaking the water i mean if you didn't really uh, focus in on it you would just kept going like that's nothing but i noticed also that the water looked deeper there and i knew what time of year it was and i was like well got to check it out you know my first or second cast um I, i get out there about i guess 70 yards or so and I'm burning it back. God drives behind me on the beach and blows a horn. And uh, somebody I knew and um, I turned As soon as I turned around, I took one hand off and waved at him. Oh no! And that slight pause right there is when it, that big Spanish hit it. It was uh, like, oh, I thought you
1: were gonna say you lost it. <laughs> oh no!
2: It was like, I mean, it, it. I had I waved with my left hand. I had my rod in my right and uh i mean it nearly like snatched it out of my hand oh man and to tell you the truth i thought it was a king the way it ran wow but it you know it ended up being a like a i think it was 6.3 pounds
0: so a sautation uh, in spanish that's a monster yeah, yeah
2: yeah and uh and it really um i mean i guess it hit about 40 yards out was when it when it hit so it wasn't terribly far out there either right. um you know it was just uh just just an experience and, and you know what i took from that is now when i'm casting and retrieving every once in a while i'll remember that and i'll just give it a little pause then i'll start back
0: right, pause again
2: yeah. you know because you know i kind of log those memories and and try to use that going forward so
0: right so but, so small business guy got got your own product your north carolina man where yep. is your favorite place to fish, favorite beach to fish in North Carolina? Because I know you probably fish a lot of other different places too, but where's your yep. favorite beach to fish in North Carolina?
2: Uh, that's easily the stretch from, uh, I'd say the Crystal Coast, but you can kind of even break that down even farther to, to, to you know, Pine Knoll Shores and, and then down to Fort Macon. So that whole stretch Okay. Is is usually good. And then we'll take the uh the Island Express ferry. Um they leave from either they have two different spots, they leave from there, Parker's Island and then uh Beaufort. Okay. And we'll take the ferry over to Cape Lookout and shackleford Bank. So you can add those two. Okay. Um, yeah, that's awesome. And yeah, and then it, it now from this time of year through mid November. It's Cape lookout. No, I mean, it's, oh, yeah. it's not even close. I mean, the out by the hook, um, yep. <laughs> the area they call it a sand spit, some other call it different names, but, uh, that's definitely my favorite.
0: Okay. Yeah. Cause we, so we have a, we have a trip that we do every year that we go to Cape lookout and we will go down there for sometimes three days, sometimes longer this year, we're going to do the longest trip that we've ever done. We're going to go yep. out there for a week And, uh, man, (laughs) this last year was the first year that we went in October, and it was like, holy crap. This is, (laughs) like, this is nothing that I've ever seen or experienced before. And you hear people talk about, like, man, we caught so many fish. We were tired. Like, that was legit. That was real. Yep. Um, You know, you hear the stories all the time, but that was absolutely real out there yeah,
1: yeah we, absolutely we take it, the trucks it, over on um davis davis shore ferry so yeah yep. give, give them a uh, shout i love those guys
2: yeah man and, and I, I think uh the the biggest thing that surprised me is um now the first time i went was just uh now i mean to keep look out to the sand spit area the first time i went was two years ago in october and before we could even get, cause they drop you off right at the good spot where all the fish are.
1: Yeah.
2: I mean, we're pulling up there and it's like, we're probably two minutes from getting off and you could already see just like, you know, like if you're fishing on Atlantic beach, you might see two or three pods of false albacore going at one time, mm-hmm. you know, on on the good day there, there was like eight or nine, maybe 10 different pods busting bait you know you see people kind of scurrying all over the place trying to cast into them and stuff I'm like oh man it's <laughs> this this is going to be good you know uh <laughs> so I, you know we get out there and um you know it, it, it and true to form for me there was a crowd at one of the points there there are two over there and um and i was like well why is everybody there with fishing for albies you know um so I guess what I'm trying to say is if you you fish for them enough you start to figure out what pattern they're Following that day, so
0: right,
2: you know, they might be at um, 10 o'clock at one point meaning, you know uh, Directionally, you know, then the next they might be at two Six and then they'll eventually, you know, they're going to come back around to 10 o'clock so right um, I kind of just set up in one spot I'll let them chase them around, and I'm just like, I'll just hang out right here. And then, you know, boom, they're right in front of me. Um, you know, and that, that took a lot of discipline yeah. over, you know, many years because I was right there with them. I mean, if you saw some starting to blow up, I'd be right with them trying to chase them down and cast into them.
1: All right, so um we're back and I just wanted to talk to you so when you take the ferry over from Harker's Island or, or Beaufort, we've done that in the past and we've rent, yep. rented those side-by-sides. Have you ever done that?
2: I haven't. Um that's one of the things uh, I have a uh guy a friend Jack that I fish with and we've we've talked about it in the past. Um now I I was considering doing that uh last season. But I, from what I understood, they, they they for whatever reason that year they wouldn't let you take the um, side by sides or the uh, ATVs down to the spot that I wanted to go to.
1: I gotcha. I know um, we went we used them last year, and if you go out of the lighthouse to the left, they frowned yep. upon that. They said that someone burned up a brand new motor because they're just not made for that sand. It was just too hard on them. Gotcha. So yep. that that might yep. be the reason. But I just wondered because that was super convenient. We went out there last um, October. With my, gotcha. fa- with my mother and, and, and father and my wife and, and we just hopped on those things and it it made getting out to the point so much easier than walking. Because even right. from the lighthouse, yeah. it's pretty far.
2: Yeah. You know, I actually tried that one time. Uh, <laughs> that was like, because I had no idea how far it was, oh, you geez. know. My friend told me, "Oh yeah, just take the ferry over and then you can you can you can just walk down to the point, or whatever, Oof. so I start walking <laughs> and you know, and I'm like, there I see cars driving by they're waving, and I'm like, and you know some of them are laughing i'm like what's what's so funny you yeah. know and uh, you know an hour later i'm I'm just starting to see the point, and you know it felt like an hour anyway, but yeah. and the, the 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 worst part was. When I got down there, or got close enough, the entire point was like covered with trucks, and people had their rods set up and all this stuff. So there, there was nowhere to fish anyway.
1: anyway. Yeah, right. So and I, even when you yeah. get to the point, it's still once you get past the dunes, it's still four hundred yards to the actual point. <laughs> some, sometimes. <laughs> yep
0: yeah
2: yeah so i i just made a right cut across and i was like ah well let me just start my way back so i think that whole trip that over there i might have got in like 10 casts because I, I spent most of it walking to get oh, in and man. i had to get get back to the ferry before i got left over there so
0: yeah absolutely. oh yeah, that's man got, that's that's yeah. rough right there yeah. uh, do, yeah. have you ever went down to the to the north side of the island and fished down to the north side down there
2: uh, not, no, I, I can't say that I have, because I think for the most part, um, even the other times that I've gotten, I've gone to the, the uh, lighthouse, I just kind of either fish in that general area, um, or just stepped across the, the, uh, to the other side, fished over there a little bit. And then the other times it's, it's always gone. I've always gone directly to the, uh, sand spit.
0: I got you. Okay. Park. Yeah. I got you. Yeah. So, so out of all the lures that you make, which, which one is your favorite?
2: Um, I'd say I, I always go right. I mean, a certain day, a certain color might be doing great, but I always end up going back to the pink and white. Pink um, and white. yep. Yeah, I mean, that's, you know, you have the silver and white. It's great. Um, and I probably don't use that one as much because those are the best sellers. Right. So, you know, I, I, I'll set a couple aside for myself, but, um, I can't afford to really, to, to just use those (laughs) and, and get them chopped off and all this stuff. So, but the pink and white, I mean, whether it's April or November before they, they get out of here, um, I'm always using that one or, or, and the, like, I'd say a tie with that and the electric chicken.
0: Well, good, because so, I I got, I got both of those sitting right here on the table. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, definitely. Now I will tell you this though, we just I, I finally got the uh, I, I meant to have these back when the season really got going, but there's a uh, the chrome plated and a copper plated. I I haven't the, the the brief moments I've been able to get out recently i haven't tied on anything else but those oh, um, yeah. now I, well let me change that i've always started with these because the very first time i put the copper i think i was throwing an ounce and a half in a copper um over at a place called radio island and uh i think within five casts don't know exactly where it was but i mean it wasn't it wasn't any more than five casts but it was like a, uh, almost a four pound Spanish,
0: Damn. you know? And
2: then they, I think about 30 minutes later, I got a two pounder the next day I called a three. And I'm like, it's like, Holy smokes. You know what I mean? Cause recently we've been catching a lot of short ones, you know, uh, yeah. 14, um, 13 inches. Usually those I'm, I'm releasing those anyway.
0: Right. Yeah. Um,
2: so, um, you know, and I'm always, you know, and this, this is, you know, I'm not, as a as a as somebody who's been fishing for Spanish for so long, I really, I, I get more excited when I feel some drag pulling off.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There, there <laughs> ain't know? nothing better than that. I, this last time yeah. we were down at Cape Lookout, I hooked up with one, and I knew it was a big one, and I never, never even seen him. I couldn't wow. get the, I couldn't get the drag tightened down good enough. I'd never even seen the fish. He was just walking me down the beach, and then finally <laughs> it broke off. But I'm I'm yep. with you. It's I I'll, I like catching anything. I mean I'll, I'll catch yeah. fish. I mean yeah, I don't absolutely. care if it's brim. I, I'd love to fish, but yep. the, the feeling of getting one running, pulling some drag that you have to work for him. That the yeah, that yeah. one right there. That's the one I yeah. want.
2: <laughs> Definitely, man. Uh, you know, and you know I I, I can. Uh, I can remember catching my very first one like it was yesterday. I mean, I mean, I was on cloud nine. I mean, I I felt 10 feet tall, you know, because um, I was, it kind of goes back to that story I was saying before, all I was was able to catch at the time was, were blues. And I'm like, damn it. I am am I ever going to catch a Spanish? I see all these guys carrying these, you know, beautiful fish off the, off the pier and, every day it was like bluefish bluefish so i'm fishing at sportsman's pier uh but back before when it was still up and and uh end of the day sun's going down i was like i'll cast a couple more times and get out of here and that's when i caught my first one and i mean I, i think i was driving like 80 miles per hour Back home, so I could show show my wife, my brother-in-law, and all these people. I was like, "Oh, look, this is a Spanish mackerel." And you, know, and I think back on that t- to where where I am now, and you know, it, it's pretty crazy. I mean, I can't really even uh, explain it for, for the most part, um, because you know, I kind of felt like at one point I was like the charity case on a pier, like somebody showing <laughs> oh, yeah. me, how to, somebody showing me how to tie a leader, and then um you know i'm 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 using i remember i had a a rod, and you know i said i'm a bit embarrassed to say this now, but thinking back on it, it was like a rod for a bait caster, but I had a spinning yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: real I, yeah. don't don't be embarrassed. We've all been there. <laughs> yep, yep. We've all been there, bud. but but that, but that's where you learn.
1: I mean, on the pier, I've, yep. I I had an eighty year old lady show me how to tie a, a a bottom rig without you know. Right, I call it the tourist without having not buying it from the bait for, shop on the pier like with all metal yep. and all the bells and whistles. She's like, no, just take a take a section of the leader, tie it up, throw throw a couple hooks on, it, and there you go, and you start catching fish. Yep. My first redfish, yep. a guy was like, hey. We had six or seven poles lined up on the pier. We're all just sitting there talking, and one of them started moving. He's like, "Pick that rod up," it ended up being a redfish. Uh-huh. That's how I caught my first redfish. So, right,
0: right, gotcha. uh, We've all been there. You, no, gotta, no. Learn. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta learn. Yeah, you gotta learn. You gotta learn somehow, some way. And you, and the funny thing is, is it, even when you, you know, we learning that or whatever, you still got that bug now.
2: Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, you know. I mean, it is like. Uh, I, I, I still dream big. I'll put it that way. You know, the first thing I try to do uh, when I do get to get out early and and, and and if the wind's just right and all that stuff, you know, my thing is, why don't I throw a, a, a top water for, you know, 10, 15 minutes just to see, you know, what if a king, find, you know, is looking for something to eat and, and sees it, you right, know, yeah. um, you know, so my my biggest thing is, is why not? You know, I I know uh, I I did hook a king one time on the beach, and this was even before I I started making lures. But um, I, I only knew it was a king when, because it turned once it turned broadside, and I could see it because I almost almost got it in. Um, nice. But then like third run, it went straight for the jetty, and oh, you know, it's nothing I could do. Do you um it, so.
1: for the top water? Do you just rip them back, or do you just do you finesse them?
2: Yeah. Um. So, my I have a friend in uh Charlotte. uh His name's Pat Boyd, and uh he makes beautiful top water plugs. I mean, you know, it's to the point to where uh myself and and, and other guys that do a lot of fishing, we. We told him, man, you got to get these things out there. So, mm-hmm. the style that I had him make, uh, and and his company is is uh, Big House Lures, is what he calls it. So, um, the, it's basically one of the type that you rip across the top, and they're just kind of like, they look like a, a frantic. Fish okay, trying to get away from so it's not really any finesse to it. You just get out there as far as you can. <laughs> um, you find the angle of your rod that's going to make it uh act the way you want. I got you, and it it just skips. You, you see a lot of the guys in like in the northeast, they use them for mm-hmm. striper and those big blues. Things so, like
1: that. I, I bought a bunch of um, there was a in Mooresville where I used to live in Mooresville, there was a closeout a couple years ago some guys mm-hmm. bought this shop up in Virginia beach or something like that brought down to Mooresville and they just, I mean, it was crazy. The money that they, it was 80, 90% off. So I bought a bunch of top water lures and we right. went, we went out there one year and I had a blast and I just put a little right. metal leader on it and was just ripping these like hula poppers or whatever you want to call them just across yeah. and blues were sky and they'd hit them and yep. they'd, they'd go flying to Oh, I mean, I caught a couple, but it,
0: it was just fun <laughs> oh, watching. Yeah, just it was like a circus. So, oh,
2: yeah. Oh, yeah, man. It's awesome.
0: And I've been seeing uh, on your Facebook stuff, like, there are a lot of northern people that are buying your lures, and, and they're kind of moving that way up towards, like, up north.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah, the, there, there's a, 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 a little bit of a crazy story behind that, too. Um,
0: uh, we lo- hey, We out. love a good crazy story on this podcast now. <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, I, I was out uh, fishing at. Now this was the probably I think this was the second year of of doing it because at that time you know I was just doing it on the side, you know, just to make a few extra. Basically, to make enough money to pay for fishing trips down and back. Right. So uh, I'm on the way. No, no, no. I'm still fishing. I get a message on Facebook and it's. Uh, I don't even know if the store is open anymore, but the 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 stores in Long Island. And, uh, the guy's wife contacted me and said, Hey, we'd like to, uh, talk to you about getting some of your stuff in here,
0: you know, nice.
2: and I, 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 you know, I'm in a full panic attack at this point. I'm like, I got to get out of here. <laughs> you know? So, I mean, i pack up my stuff. I gotta, you know, I call my wife. I'm like, you ain't going to believe this. You know, uh, a store wants to, 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 uh, get, get some stuff in there. So. Um, I get home, I give the guy a call and, uh, I think we did maybe, I think I sent like 36 or, or, or 48 up there Mm -hmm. and they, they did really well. Um, well they sold all of them and then, um, they, you know, people caught some fish on them, but I never heard from them again. So that was kind of the end of that I thought. And then, um, I was headed down to the beach to uh, I, got, I left work at six got down to atlantic beach late. this is when the pier would be open 24 hours
0: mm-hmm.
2: i walked in and he's like hey man aren't you the guy that was catching fish down there so uh on the beach and uh i was like yeah that be, you know my name's tim whatever and he's like well, how would you like to, to to put a few in here and the, on the racks and we'll see how they do um did that you know, a lot of those stayed in there for like two years.
0: <laughs> because oh, goodness,
2: people were just looking at them, but they didn't like, well, how would you use it from the pier? You know, they wouldn't really, right. and when I dropped them off, I explained, I was like, well, you're going to have to tell them this isn't a gotcha plug. Uh, you know, you're going to have to do a little something different to make them work right or whatever, which kind of led to the, the pier thing that, that we do now. But um, so So, but back to the Northern thing that just started with just old fashioned, you know, putting your stuff out there Mm -hmm. and see what happens, you know? Um, and, and eventually it just kind of came to where this guy, Tony, or no, 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 uh, there's a guy in Jersey, uh, he started buying them and then, you know, he had a friend who bought some and then, you know, it's like anything else. So. It, it, it was somebody saw them using a catching fish. Said, "Where'd you get it?" Then they would con. Then they would contact me on Facebook, and then um, it it would go from there. Okay. You know, um, and you know, I was convinced 100% that you know what they're paying for for uh, was an epoxy jig or or the yeah from mm-hmm. Hoagie or whatever. I could do. Th- they would catch as many fish as those because I've stood right, I've stood right next to people using them and i fish, you know, caught more fish within them. So I was like, right. You're thinking, I'm like, man, they're paying 15 bucks for that, you know? And, you know, so eventually a lot of the Northern guys figured out, well, Hey, Tim's stuff is half the price and they're going to cast farther, And they're, we're going to do just as well. So
0: yeah. that's kind
2: of, it just kind of spread that way.
0: Well, that's know? good. I mean, that's good. I mean, that's, that's, that's what you need. Like, uh, uh, uh having people use them and catching fish is what, what is going to sell it more than anything. Like to to me, the lure sells itself, uh, from, exactly. from, from what I've used it and everything else. So no, you're doing, you're doing a fantastic job. So Thank you. what, what's next? What's next for beach bum lures?
2: Well, uh, you know, I, I'm gonna over the winter, gonna do some hard thinking. Like, uh, you know, I've talked to a distri- distribution company, um, about uh, you know them handling that part of it. Okay. You know, with with that comes, you know, having enough inventory and, you know, making the initial uh investment to make sure you have that inventory, all that stuff. So
0: okay.
2: um, you know, I I think what I found is uh when I've gone to let's say if I visit five shops, um I know Three of those five are going to say, "Yeah, we'd love to have them," you okay. know, that kind of thing. Um, but now it's more of instead of trying to just fill every store mm-hmm. in North Carolina, I want to strategically uh, place them. So, oh, okay. so it's it's like if you're if you're at uh, right now, there's still a little bit of a mystique with them. Right. I feel. And Mm -hmm. if it if it if I'm just rushing to get the stuff into every store that I can, then the product gets watered down. Right. Yeah. And that that's my biggest fear of anything is, you know, somebody coming back and saying, oh, well, Tim stuff just isn't what it used to be. You Uh, You know, that 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 I refuse to do. And if it takes a little bit, you know, if it takes another year or two. Uh, to to get to where I want to get to without hearing that, then I'm okay with it. Okay. So right. it's really just... And, 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 and what I'm going to do for next season, especially is, you know, if I have any regrets, there's a couple of colors that I've used in the past um, that I left out this year, the uh, green and white mm-hmm. and as a chartreuse and white that I've always done well, but I couldn't quite justify having a huge inventory. Uh, of it. Uh, right. Exactly. Because it was like a localized kind of thing. So I got, you, you know, they were popular in Atlantic beach, but are they going to be in Wilmington? That kind of thing. So I had to make a decision. I'm like, okay, let's revisit that next year. And then, uh, so we're going to remove, maybe remove one or two colors and then bring those in okay. or keep everything and, and then add, those into the fold
0: i got gotcha. you so.
1: well that can make the mystique right you 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 retire colors and then a couple of years later bring them back and everybody goes <laughs> and right. buys them. yeah
0: well, i mean that's like yeah. what yeti does <laughs> you try yeah. to find a <laughs> daggum seafoam yeti right now good <laughs> lord but <laughs> exactly yeah but, well man but you
2: know uh, there, there's one one last thing on that is um the perfect example is i have a guy a friend I of with sometimes also uh chad jones lives down here in Atlantic Beach and there was a lure I use or I have a mold for it and it was pretty popular it was like a, um, it's like a uh, more of a glass a true glass metal shape it was like really skinny and uh, had the strip and all that stuff but it was a lot of work to, to get them uh, ready you know because yeah. there was two different you know the mold you had to put two mm-hmm. different eyelets in and you pour it and all that stuff and it was a lot of work and then i i warped the mold that i had and never reordered it that kind of thing so
1: I
0: got but you.
2: that thing caught a lot of fish yeah and i'm like that one is definitely coming back um because i feel like there's a place for it mm-hmm. when the, the uh the, when the, the, the right. fish are being absolutely yeah right yep. yeah no doubt
0: okay so well, man, I appreciate you coming on on the podcast, man. It's awesome to hear from you, and it's it's a it's a great product. I, I can't say enough about it, man. It, it catches fish, and, and and I love supporting small businesses, local guys, uh, especially you know people like you, man, that go out there and and try it and do it. And you've been out there. You've you know you went like you said, you went from from nothing, from from just gluing eyes on to what it is now and, right. and yeah. that is is just amazing so thanks so much for coming on man and i and i really appreciate hearing from you and hopefully uh you know we'll be down in cape lookout uh, in october we'd, we'd love to come you know ha- come down there and you can fish with us for a little bit or hang out yeah, or absolutely. whatever
2: yeah absolutely man I, i'm uh, i'm planning on going um fair, fairly often because there's a lot of people from my uh facebook uh, facebook group that uh you know i'll put up i'll post some messages hey we're gonna go we're gonna get on the ferry on thursday or uh sunday or saturday whatever it is and then you know we'll get a group of guys and then we'll just go and uh you know great example and then and that'd then, be then the, the last thing is we went last october 11th it was uh, a couple of friends from wilmington they came up terrible weather uh Wind in our face the whole day, rain. It's kind of like sixty degrees, so it felt pretty chilly. Mm-hmm. But we we caught. I mean, I think the smallest of the Spanish were three pounds, and wow. we caught them all day.
1: You know, wow. and then
2: every 15, 20 minutes, al- the false albacore would come through. I mean, it was just it was an eventful day, and I mean, I mean for me, soaked and all this stuff, but it was just we had a blast. So
0: <laughs> I got yeah. you, man. But, but uh
2: thanks for having me on guys I really yeah appreciate man it. thanks
0: for coming on and hopefully we'll see you soon
2: all right thank Take care. you
0: Bye. what's up everybody thanks for listening to the podcast today big thank you to tim Steele and the beach bum lures thank you to jason for coming up here thanks for all the follows and the likes and everything be sure to check us out on facebook and instagram and we will be back next week with another guest